0: All right, welcome to Strange as Fiction we are doing a bonus episode reviewing Star Wars and or I think last time we left off reviewing episodes one through three the new episode episode nine dropped today so we'll focus on that but we'll also do a little bit of catching up on uh, episodes four five six seven and eight um, I've been on vacation for a little while and six so uh, we're a little bit behind on our Star Wars chat but uh, how have you been enjoying it?
1: i am obsessed with it's one of the my favorite tv shows in a long time like not even star wars like it doesn't even need that qualifier it's just really really good
0: dude i 100 agree and i like the first three episodes were good um but there were like there was no like banger episodes i'd say like where it's just like insanity right like your edge of the seat type of thing um But this last little run has had like two of those where I'm just like, oh, my gosh, type of thing after watching it.
1: Yeah, I because I was kind of lukewarm on the first three episodes. Uh, at least partially because I didn't realize it was a 12 episode series. I thought it was eight mm. or whatever, like the other ones. And so I was a little underwhelmed. I was like, you spent three episodes doing like a setup for him and giving, like, come on, we got to get to it. But seeing now that it's basically what seems to be four, three episode story arcs, that acts as a prequel to set up everything else. And it just keeps building on itself in such great ways. And the, it's a look at the Empire and the inner workings of the Empire and living under the Empire that we haven't seen in live action. And they just keep showing different sides of it and uh-huh. how it affects these regular people and you know, corrupt some people or make some people bitter or make some people give up. It's just, it's so human driven more than any Star Wars has ever been. Like these are real 3D fleshed out characters with dimension. Like it's just, it's incredible. It's almost, I told someone it's ruining other Star Wars for me. (laughs) How well written these characters are. Yes, yes. Now, that being said, I really like, you know, The Mandalorian and other stuff like that, but they just feel like archetypes almost, like they're just cardboard mm-hmm. cutouts of heroes and bad guys compared to Andor, which is so deep and nuanced.
0: I think it also makes me want to have all Star Wars be TV, um, cuz it's like they're so constrained with the movies and they're trying to shove so much in please so many people and these TV shows like they're so much more enjoyable and the pacing is crazy. Like we're able to explore all these like side plots, like you're talking about and these side characters. We haven't even, the force hasn't been even mentioned once in this show and it doesn't matter. And it still feels star Wars, but like you're saying, it, it appeals to anyone and everyone. I have my sister watching it. My mom, like I, all these people who aren't normally into star Wars are watching oh, along. Really? And we're texting about it. Yeah. Because just, I mean, you could swap out like this for, uh, you know, CIA type of you know type of yeah, like spy we're, thriller we're too, or any meaning, yeah like era. French yeah.
1: um resistance like yeah absolutely
0: oh yeah i think it has huge broad appeal and like i don't know the they're dancing around these like things that obviously are tangential and touch like the star wars we know but they're not taking the easy road out and like connecting everything i mean cuz like we have this huge star wars galaxy but it seems like every story revolves around the same people. And it's like, dude, this is in a galaxy a long time ago and far, far away. Like there has been more stories than yeah. the same five people over and over. And even though, yeah, this timeline and all the events do impact, you know, the characters we know and love. They're not like using those characters as a crutch to, to like push the story along.
1: Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the only character, I mean, obviously, other than Andor, who had uh-huh. was in his own movie, but obviously not, nothing else beyond that. Um, Mon Mothma's really the only main character who, uh, you know, is, is pre-existing from the movies. And it's not like she got a lot. You know, ret- like Return of the Jedi, she's in that. She's cool. You don't really know her story. Uh, she's in Rogue One a little bit. Don't really get much on her. So this is awesome. Like what a like what an incredible backstory we're getting for someone who always exuded coolness. You know what I mean? Like Mon Mothma always like, I always liked her, but I didn't know why. And now it's just validating that feeling of like, oh man, they did such a good job of giving this person who has no background an incredibly compelling story. And mm. not only because you mentioned there's not the force, not only is there not the force, there's whole episodes where there is no action. Like yeah. it's talking, yeah. it's plot. And it's great, which is incredible. And one thing I will say, though, is the um, wanting all Star Wars to be shows. I think it really depends on what you're working with, because I, for one, think Obi-Wan would have really benefited from being a movie and maybe Book of Boba Fett as well. Like I think there was a good story in there that they added, they padded it out with some stuff that I feel like if they were forced to compress it i think would have been uh better pacing so it really kind of just depends I personally you know it really just depends on what you're working with mandalorian obviously is meant to be a serial like each episode kind of stands on its own for the most part and i think that's where it really that's its strength is that you can just sit down and watch an episode and something cool will happen um so it just kind of depends but the fact that they put obviously a lot of money into this show because they're not using the volume that um the big screen thing, the LCD screen that they use. Yeah. (laughs) Boba Fett. Uh, so they're going places and they're going several different places. You know, we have a lot of cool places and it's got incredible acting. It's got more episodes. It has great special effects. Like they've put so much money into this and it's so, it's incredible. Like I told, um, my wife, I was like, this is one of the greatest things Star Wars has ever put out. And the episode, The Eye, where they finally uh, complete the heist on that you know, that bank vault that had all the credits. I was like, that's a better Star Wars movie than Solo was. Because Solo <laughs> was supposed to be like a heist yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of what it's, it was advertised as i was like that's a better movie than solo that episode alone is a better movie than solo was like this is and that's not to knock solo it was just kind of mediocre but i was like this that's how good this is i care so much about all the characters that if nothing like if no explosions or anything happened that's fine i'm here for it the performances are off the charts
0: (coughs) yeah i hope like that i mean i don't need a show to like be like super hype or zeitgeist or anything but i hope like casual fans and stuff are enjoying it and it gets enough that we get more of this. I don't like, I I was at dinner the other night with people from work and there was like a couple of people were like hardcore star Wars nerds and then the rest were casuals. And I feel like some of the casuals were just like, well, when does it get good? I've watched the first two, but you know, they, they, they were used to this other type and brand mm-hmm. of star Wars. And I'm like, I, I don't think every show needs to be for everyone, but I hope it does get enough that we get more of this. And like, we don't scare Disney away from going darker grittier or you know just kind of more experimental right like, yeah yeah so i don't know Absolutely. I,
1: I had, it's funny you say that just today like the other biggest well there's quite a few star wars fans in my office but one of the biggest ones i was asking about Andor. I was like hey I'm, i gotta go home and watch the new episode he goes i gave up after the third episode i was like please please keep watching like i swear to you it'll be worth it and so i'm oh ho- yeah so it's really a third interesting. episode
0: that's like the battle episode i think that would i feel yeah. like one and two i get it's a little slower three you get the battle four and five we get some more filler with the whole like training with you know mm-hmm. sessions and then six boom we get the heist yeah filler 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 and then i feel like this last episode episode nine even though it was you know, we, you could call it, you know, filler if you want. But it left on a huge launch pad. Oh, I think man. I'm this so next excited. episode is going to be the Prison Break episode, you know? Yeah, it's so. just like
1: before they actually pulled off the heist. You're like, oh, my gosh. Can't wait for next week. <laughs> Let's pop off. Exactly. And Andy Circus, he should just be in every movie. I love that guy. Good guy, bad guy. He crushes all of it.
0: Dude, that's exactly where my head went. When, as soon as I mentioned Prison, I was like, oh, my gosh. I love that guy. oh <sighs> It, and to go from like golem to this like i it doesn't make sense but it does make complete sense at the same time that like i'm buying this short little dude as like the toughest guy in the prison yeah. and i love his acting i do have to say i you know in this last episode episode 9 we start to see him kind of turn from like cuz in episode 8 he's just barking orders all he cares about is the machine you know like being the quickest team all these things he's taking his kind of uh unofficial Jailhouse role really seriously. Yeah, he takes a turn in this last episode, which I love. You know, I love, I love seeing him, like kind of this different side of him. But I don't know if I missed it or what. But like, I didn't really see what started creating this change in character in him. Like, it, it, if it was there a moment that yeah. kind of like helped him switch his brain because it seemed almost too easy. It seemed like almost. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just like all of a sudden, he's kind of just softening up and being like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you a little bit, Andor, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, so y- yes, yes. There was a straight up you flip a switch moment. And it's because his whole thing is like, I have 256 cycles left or whatever.
0: Uh-huh. He's like, so
1: none of you are going to screw this up because I'm out of here soon. And so finally, when that doctor, they're like, something's going on on two. And he's like, oh, they killed everyone in two. And they're like, on level two. And they're like, what? Why? And he says, it's because someone from four who was supposed to be mm-hmm. done, ended up on two and the word got out. So they had to kill all of them. Yeah. Meaning They're never getting out. So as soon as Andy Circus finds out, I, I'm not going anywhere. This doesn't actually end. That's a lie. So he's like, all right, like then we'll get out the old fashioned way.
0: Oh okay, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's right. And that is like the flip the switch moment because he even, I think he even tells him like, there's no more than 12 guards on each floor after yeah. that. Oh I got but, like, but even before that like his character was like don't even talk to me don't even look at me kind of thing mm. and he started kind of conversing and you could just see him slowly starting to like not punish Andor for talking to him oh, asking i asking questions and it, yeah I'm not I don't maybe. know yeah
1: Maybe it's because he sensed something was up too. You know, like everyone seemed to be uneasy and on uh-huh. edge. So maybe he was too and was preoccupied. That's a good question. I see what you're saying. I'm not sure. But um, man, yeah, I got chills when like he tells him how many guards at the end. Like I, I'm just so Oh, cool. dude.
0: I yeah, we, we, I think we all knew it was coming, but it felt so good when the he said That's that's just
1: it. It's not <laughs> yeah. big
0: surprises. Like
1: you know yeah. the heist is going to happen. Yeah. It's just that it's so well executed. And you care so much about these characters. Like, during the heist, the the one true believer kid, you know, he gets hit by that box. And then they drag him off and you're like, oh no, he's a paraplegic. And then they get him to that doctor and you're like, oh, okay, well the doctor's gonna fix him up. Then he goes in and it's like, oh, he's dead. It's like, yo, this show does not care. <laughs> like, this is wild. So the only uh. people who get out... Are andor who's getting paid the other dude from the bear who I love he's in it just for the mo- like it turns out he's literally just in it for the money and he's a liar I was like oh my gosh like all the other true believers are dead except for uh, Val Val whatever her name is who so we found out you know is Mon Mon's uh, yeah. cousin now
0: oh yeah 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 um I, the other character besides Andy Circus I really like have kind of grown to like not necessarily um i mean because she's kind of evil but her just her persona and acting is uh deidre miro the the isb she's the whatever isb agent who's like kind of ascending the ranks and driving the whole hunt behind Andor. she she has this just i don't know she gets like this little quiver and these little smirks of like like kind of nerdy evilness yeah (laughs) and uh she just really steals the show when she's on there too i really like her a lot
1: and especially in Star Wars, and I think Admiral Thrawn in uh, the books yes. and in Rebels falls into this category. In Star Wars, especially, there's nothing scarier than a very competent, very smart, cold, calculated villain. Because so many of them give in to their hate and they react. And like Darth Vader will just. Darth Maul people. as
0: well. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's the cold ones who, like, don't let their emotions get a hold of them. And, like, they do, you know, they just do the next logical step. It's like, that's always the scariest. That's always the scariest in these shows. Like, I'll never... As much as I loved um, Adam Driver's performance and I really liked Kylo Ren, you're never nearly as afraid of him, in my opinion, as you are of an Admiral Thrawn or a Deirdre. Deirdre? Deirdre? What is it? I think it's Deirdre. Deirdre. Like, they're just it's just like oh my gosh they're so competent and when you have a background of like all these bureaucrats you know who don't know what's going on or these stormtroopers who don't know what's going on when one person knows it stands out so well it's like oh man that person's problem like a real problem also that one dude uh... who lost his job i'm sorry just Cyril? Life, yeah, so Cyril. creepy so creepy uh... and he just keeps upping the creepy factor every time I... he talks <laughs>
0: My head just went there because, yeah. In this last, in his last episode, his eyes are like bloodshot red, and he—you can tell—he's just so passionate about the imp- empire cause, like yeah. he's all about it. And uh, basically, like he keeps begging for a job, and like she's just not having it. I think. I mean, my prediction is sometime in the timeline here. Like she's gonna use him for. She's gonna finally give in. Like she's just being too nice. You can just see. Like even though she's being mean, she she ha, she keeps opening the door just just enough to be like, you know, I could do this to you, but I'm not. And she's done that multiple times. And I just have a feeling like it's he's gonna. Like coming, she's gonna use him for something. She's gonna be like caught in some situation where she needs someone she can trust and has to go outside the normal channels. And she's gonna go through him. Yeah, I'm she really reminds,
1: interested to see what happens with them because it. He,
0: like, he he reminds me of a what's the Robert De Niro movie? Oh, Taxi. Have you ever seen oh, Taxi? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's just like this complete just like pathetic. psycho dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of losing. his like guy, these,
1: so. these this like delusions of grandeur and yeah. He's
0: getting rejected over and over. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Yep. Or the Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix
0: one. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Um, one other thing I was going to talk about is is you know we're talking about there's not really like the Force in this show. Um, I'm also I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was on the on the Ringer, uh, one of the Ringer podcasts. But they brought up a really good point, and that is that like most Star Wars stuff revolves around the dark side and the light side. We have this like crazy strong binary mm-hmm. and there's no like you, there's no empathy of like the dark side it's not like oh i see why he did that or or ah, yeah okay it's it's just like pure power anger and you know classic villain maniacal type of thing here we see that even though the guys were rooting for the rebellion we're seeing that it's not like any type of rebellion or revolution um has to get bloody people have to dirty their hands and there's a lot of gray area um one of the ones that's sticking out to me is how they're saying like um i think it's the guy who's the arms dealer um scars mm-hmm. what's his name Luthin. i think I, I think i remember in an episode or two ago but he was talking about how he was kind of encouraging a violent reaction he wanted the empire to react violently to the heist so he his yeah the money is great but he didn't really care about the money as much as he cared about the reaction of the empire he wanted to make the empire angry so that they would treat people even worse and then that would put the masses on his side so
1: yeah because he talks about how like i can't remember how he said it but it's that whole thing of if you put a, a a frog in a boiling pot of water And so, you know, they put him in a pot of water and and the Empire's been slowly taking away, you know, liberties and all that. He's like, we've gotten too comfortable. They're slowly suffocating us and we don't even realize it anymore. So we have to do something to, like, (coughs) wake people up and be like, you still live under the boot of the Empire. Yeah, that was fascinating that he's like, yep, that's the intended outcome. You're like, oh my gosh, like, that's and only and only the one uh the ISB officer she's the only one who was like like this like that's a signal that's exactly what this is is the rebellion has started and uh yeah that was th- that was mind blowing because you're right she's like a lot of people are going to get hurt and he's like yeah that's the plan it's like oh, oh okay all right he's such a good character too oh so good especially his conversation with saw Gerrera, where he's like are you even a real believer he's like yeah i don't know man but this is how we do stuff. So it's yeah. just, it's so interesting, you know, like, why is he into it? And I don't, I don't know if we'll get those answers or not, but he is a fascinating character because you don't know, like, how did you get into this? Were you an aristocrat who believes in the cause or did you get to like, is this a front? Like I, I don't know what came first. So that's, he's such an enigma and I love that about him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I love I love how he can just switch it on and off when Ugh. he's in his little shop selling yeah. his wares and pretending, you know, speaking code uh, to Maramata. So he just turns it on and then turns it back off. Yeah. yeah I mean, Oh, yeah. You know. Unreal. But Poor I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest characters we probably have because he's kind of hoping for violence. And he also, um, I think, didn't he put a hit on Ka- uh, Cassian Andor yeah. after that? Cause I mean, he didn't want his name to be known and these types of things. So like, yeah, that's he, he sent Fel yeah. and uh, her girlfriend after him. He's mm-hmm, like, well, mm-hmm. only one loose
1: end. Go find him. Finish it. It's like, oh my
0: gosh. It's like, okay. Yeah. And the, we're just, uh, I think
1: we're so used to that, like, like that Obi-Wan Luke situation where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. so our brains automatically think, well, he'll be the one who kind of brings Cassian into the rebellion. And nope, not at all. <laughs> like, he's like, all right, we got to kill that guy. He knows who I am. Got to kill him.
0: Yeah. I, I think, uh, too, the, like, you know, he thinks Cassian's in, in like t- completely inspired by money, right? And, and he is at this point, but we know in the end, like that, f- you know, from the Rogue One movie, that like that's not what inspires him, right? Like uh, he finds something deeper, because obviously you're not going to sacrifice yourself for <laughs> for money, right? Yeah. Then he can't spend it. Um, in the that one guard or guy before he dies writes a manifesto. Yeah. Um, and hands it to him, and I'm I know that we're going to see that again. I don't know when or how, but um i would love it if like mon mothma seeing as she's like a politician or something at some point uses that manifesto or, so- or something like that
1: that would be cool i'd like to see yeah. that that'd be good reads it out it's nice it's also nice to be in the um the senate chamber again that was yes. a cool room. that was very cool
0: her husband is like Ugh. super sketch dude like you know? he's he's this like beautiful hipster man with this you know <laughs> amazing amazing hair and yeah. beautiful robes and all that and uh but he's kind of a total d bag, and it's like I'm wondering, was this like some kind of a uh, political marriage arrangement? I don't think they've dove in, dived into that, but that's well, they guess. say it's
1: an arranged marriage when she's oh, okay. to that party, but it's unclear, like you know, who was powerful or who, like, what exactly that dynamic was. But he's much older than her, I think is 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 what they say, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that whole dynamic of her being married to him and like her daughter obviously liking the dad more and stuff like that is so interesting because like rarely do we get like a family like I I won't say like a a whole family but you know what I mean like a mom and dad yeah. and a daughter who are still together that's very rare in the Star Wars universe and in this one the fact that one you know he's used to his lifestyle doesn't really care how he gets it but you know he's he's cool with that so it's unclear how shady you know how like active he is in the empire or if he's just someone who wants to make sure that his life doesn't you know that his that all his comforts don't go away um and so she has to be secretive about it and like can't tell her daughter who hate like oh man that whole dynamic and it's just like a b plot it's not even like the main story yeah that's yeah. What's so crazy it's like i would watch just this show like this is so totally
0: good. uh like i think I, like just thinking I mean, you just mentioned family in Star Wars I'm like is there one normal family in Star Wars like I can't think of one family unit that's like oh this is a normal family it's like either the fathers join the dark side <laughs> yeah, that's my oh, sister Ted. but uh I didn't don't know it or my son Kylo is evil like it's like every family is so messed up
1: <laughs> yeah I will say Chewbacca's family in the holiday special is together so there you go
0: <laughs> i haven't watched that i've heard of it it's like some legendary really cheesy holiday special right yeah you
1: can place. find it on youtube there's bits and pieces there definitely we're seeing just because it's mind-blowing
0: mm-hmm. uh it is the first appearance of boba fett though in a cartoon oh, hey. yeah so there's that <laughs> i know that uh, guardians of the galaxy is doing a holiday special which oh, i'm super man. excited about so
1: hopefully it'll be in the same vein i would love yeah
0: that. <laughs> uh, i mean not to go off on a tangent but i read the synopsis i think it's basically like they're going back to earth to cheer up peter quill and uh, kevin bacon's like his favorite actor so they're there to like like peter quill's down in the dumps they're the the gang is like hey let's cheer him up celebrate christmas on earth and find kevin bacon or something like that and you know
1: kevin bacon's gonna be down to be like (laughs) yeah you know kevin bacon's like yeah man let's do it
0: yeah totally oh that's Um, exciting
1: that'll be good
0: well I, i I don't have too much more to say about Star Wars, but I did um, like before wrapping it up, want to get your thoughts like on um, kind of what you'd like to see next in the series. And also I want to touch real quickly on um, werewolf by night. I don't know if you uh, ended up watching that at all, but and, uh, and tales of the Jedi. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's, yeah, let, I want to get your like final thoughts on, the, on yep, yep. where we're at now, and what you hope to see next. And then um, let's, let's talk uh do a little side tangent before we we, uh end the episodes
1: i so obviously there's gonna be it's funny because when we you know the three episode arcs when we started this one at the end of the what is it seventh episode i think he gets sent to prison so i told my wife i was like so the next one's gonna be a prison break arc like i'm super into this and um so obviously we're gonna have a prison break but i'm really interested to see what gets Andor because we're getting to the end is Andor still you know, you think like, oh, okay, Luthen's going to get him on this job. And he's going to join the rebellion. Nope. He took off with the money. And then even when his home planet got taken over, nope, he left to go to some paradise to spend his money. Then he gets arrested. And so you just keep waiting for him to have this like, aha moment, and it keeps not happening. So I'm really excited to see the culmination of that. And I really want a confrontation between him and L- Luthen, where it's like, <coughs> Luthan needs to kill him and he's not convinced that he's a changed man yet for whatever reason. Maybe it'll be him and Vel or Val, whatever her name is, uh, instead of Luthien. But I really look forward to that where, you know, maybe he has to prove that he's into the cause or maybe he has to kill them to save his own life, but ends up joining the cause anyway. Like, I'm really excited for that conflict to, to come to a head. And honestly anything with mon mothma whatever she's got going uh, on yes i was i'm so excited that's like, me dude screen i'm so pumped if only for her outfits which i think are fantastic
0: <laughs> i'm i'm fascinated by the money laundering thing like oh yeah uh it, it's basically ozark and star wars um yeah. and now <laughs> but, she's
1: gonna get in with the criminal element yes yeah,
0: so, so that's the storyline i mean all the storylines fascinating of course but like i don't know where that goes like we're we're where Andor, like I know generally what's what's gonna go happen down the line and with her. I know she's made appearances in you know Star- other Star Wars properties, but like I really don't know much about her and her whole storyline. And so anything with her, I'm really excited about. Um, I'm, I think like hiding this money, something's gonna pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, also the guy we talked about, Siren, I think, um, the one that's kind of stalkerish with ISB lady, uh something's gonna something's gonna pop off there something crazy and uh he's gonna do something stupid so i'm excited to see where that goes next as well
1: here's my bold prediction
0: yes let's hear it
1: admiral akbar cameo that's it that's my big bold prediction (laughs) before the end of the season admiral akbar cameo
0: my here's my bold prediction we haven't i think we will see the force and I don't think it'll be a big factor in this in the show at all. But I think there's gonna be some teasing of the force by the end of the show. Someone's gonna manifest some type of something just a little bit uh right. before we answer that. Thing. All right, <laughs> awesome man. So we'll appreciate appreciate the combo and the thoughts. Uh, what what did you think about Werewolf by Night? I really liked it.
1: I loved it. I grew up on um the old who was it Warner Brothers who had that or the old well, whoever had it. But the the Bela Lugosi Dracula. You know, wolf, yes. werewolf, invisible man, creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Like I loved all those growing up and I watched them. And so this just scratched that itch that, you know, no one's making movies like that. Um, so I really liked the look of it. I thought the performances were really great. I, I was shocked to see Man Thing. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> that's super cool. Like I had no idea that was coming because I don't know really anything about Werewolf by night but I know man thing like he shows up in a lot more comics at least that I've read than um the werewolf dude does uh I was shocked how short it was but at the end I was like no I have no complaints like that was fantastic everything looked cool like I I loved it everything about it was was super cool
0: yeah I think I'm not I think I've said this before but I'm not a like horror slasher film guy like i don't love watching like saw or anything like that just like i'm like why do people enjoy this no one who can enjoy this but this type of this is like right in my vein of like just the perfect amount of a uh, little weird, quirky, dark yeah. twist kind of, but not, not like, uh, you know, some violent horror fest. And I thought everyone did really good in it. I, the only thing I was bummed about again was I thought it was going to be a show, not a movie. I, I guess I just didn't read the oh the, the description. Okay. Well enough.
1: I knew it was a movie, but I thought it'd be longer. If you thought it
0: was a show, yeah. that
1: was, that's it, rough. That, that's, that's, that's a because even if you thought it was
0: a movie, you'd be like, wow, this is a short movie. And yeah. like times that, Times <laughs> <By> two, <eight. laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> but That's I didn't. Yeah. I did like it, and it had a lot more humor than I thought would be in there. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. Oh man, and I really like that guy, the one, the main characters from um, Mozart in the Jungle. Mozart
0: in the Jungle, yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen him in
1: much of anything else, and he's just so likable. Like he's so seems so sweet, and I don't know. He's just such a likable actor, like in general.
0: Yeah, is he? I think is he argent or is he argent- i know in Mozart in jungle he plays an argentinian i don't know if he's really argentinian he always has his he's always drinking his yerba mate okay so yeah,
1: could be All though right. could be <laughs> and then i will say um uh tales of the jedi tales of the jedi yeah incredible like dave filoni doing what dave filoni does and that count dooku arc it, sh- it should be up there in like you know the pantheon of great stories because just like you were talking about it's a very binary, typically black versus white. And yep. the D. Dooku, his descent, and you almost feel bad for him when he ends up killing Yaddle in the end of that episode. Like, fantastic. Incredible. Like, they're adding depth to characters that we thought we knew. Same with Mon Mothma. It's like, it's fantastic.
0: I so I only watched first episode and I was working while doing it, so I didn't give it a fair shake. I need a, Oh
1: no! Did I spoil I,
0: anything? No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. I, no, no, no. I don't care about. It. I'm not like that. Doesn't bother me at all. Okay. But uh, like the first episode. Like just kind of washed over me. I didn't. Yeah. I can't even really remember much. So I need to watch. I need to go back and give it another shot because I also saw like Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, like it's getting phenomenal scores. Apparently across the board. Like all yeah. the from from everywhere. So oh, yeah. and I, um, and the first yeah.
1: episode is absolutely the
0: week. Yeah, which isn't to say it's bad.
1: It's just fine. It's fine. But everything after that is top notch.
0: Oh, that's good. That I'll probably just jump into two. I'll probably skip to the one because yeah, I was. It looked beautiful. It looked like all avatars, you know, and everything. But it just, yeah.
1: Here's here's what I'll say. The last episode is a straight up nod to a Kurosawa film. Like it is a oh, 15 minute really? samurai Kurosawa movie.
0: That's cool.
1: And it's fantastic. It's so yeah. well done.
0: Well, that's definitely not a Kurosawa film. Because those are things are like four hours long each. So. No, no,
1: <laughs> it's 15 minutes. So it's the perfect, it's the perfect size awesome, Kurosawa film. Yeah, it's just a straight up classic samurai movie. It's so cool.
0: I love it awesome well thanks dude for hopping on and uh yeah we'll talk episode 10 which i i'm predicting to be like the episode dude. prison break i mean come on now um so we'll talk next week and we'll catch up on that so all right man sounds good all right